are live. Woo! Welcome to the Saniac Podcast. If you're new, this is where we do live weekly recaps of MTV's Oops, sorry about that. And we also do some survivor content, some bonus content for you guys, uh, cast interviews, all that good shit. You can check us out at saniacpodcast.com. We have a new website up, a new design. It's really awesome. It's a lot more mobile friendly as well, user friendly. And we have tons of great content that comes out throughout the week. So you guys can check that out. We've got Jennifer's recap. We've got Hannah's recap. And we have Alex's uh, Twitter recap. So take a look and be on the lookout for those coming out later in the next few days. And also lots of quizzes on there. This week is exciting. We've got two interviews coming up. One on tomorrow, actually, at 4 p.m. Eastern with Zahida. I am so mm. excited, you guys. We've been chatting all day, me and her. She's so cute. We were talking makeup for ages. It's just going to be a fucking awesome-ass interview, and I can't wait for that one to happen. And then on Sunday, we have another interview with another Brit that we will tease more at the end of this episode, and we'll get that pre-post up for you guys as well. Um, if you guys haven't seen our top 10 episode that we did last week, or sorry, a few days ago, <laughs> I'm doing so many episodes, I don't even know when they're happening. Uh, it's honestly amazing. Check it out. People loved it so much. We just went through our top 10 favorite seasons, me and Zach, and it was really fucking sick. Our sponsor today is Stitcher Premium. You can use our promo code SANIAC for a month off your monthly plan. It's really cool. Check out Stitcher Premium. You get to listen to all of your favorite podcasts, ad-free, and a ton of other special content that goes out there. So check out Stitcher Premium and use our promo code SANIAC. I'm Shawnee Suisa. This is my co-host, Zach Calhoun. Hello. We are so happy to be here. What's everyone doing tonight? Where is everyone listening from? I want, that's what I want to know. We haven't asked that question in a while. I wonder where everybody is. Um, yeah, you guys, last week, oh, sorry, I keep saying last week, but last episode, the top 10, was a fucking saga. I felt like Joe Rogan, podcasting for three and a half hours, just, you know, high off my face. It really was a Rogan episode. <laughs> uh, oh, God. I have so much, so much about all the shit going on on Facebook, on Twitter, about the community. <laughs> of course you do, Zach. <laughs> I know. It's nonstop. I'm always having to police the shit. I'm going to finish uh, tagging everyone right now, and then, you know, I'll, I'll be ready to, to jump into it with y'all. Um, one thing I do want to mention to everyone, who watches the challenge after the fact on MTV.com? Because I watch... Shut up. Someone's watching from Trinidad and Tobago. Really? Shut up. Oh, oh my God. That's crazy. We spoke about Trinidad and Tobago <laughs> awesome. for ages, Janelle, on our top 10 episode, because to me, Gauntlet 2 was was high up there on my list uh, due to the nostalgia of it being like my first season and it teaching me about this country that I had no idea about. And then me going to boarding school and um, fucking meeting my llama, my pet llama named Trinidad. <laughs> oh. Can we make this a Survivor pod instead? We might have to chat some Survivor at some point. Like last this was night's episode, not a good challenge. Yeah, this was not the, a good challenge episode. The last night's Survivor episode was crazy because I didn't realize it was going to be that long. Like I knew it was two hours, but I didn't know it meant two full fucking episodes. I thought it meant more of like one and a half extended. But after yeah. the first evic <laughs> eviction, after the <laughs> first boot, I I couldn't believe it. There was like fucking an hour and fifteen minutes left. I was like, what are what are we filling this with? Is it the whole other episode happening? It was great. It was just great. And I watched it without it being spoiled. So uh, yeah, that was for that. a great feeling. Um, here's the one thing I'll say about Survivor, and it's it's affecting me 
in you know a way that the challenge right now just isn't capable of but i was literally driving around for work because i am an essential employee and i'm in my car and it's like two o'clock in the afternoon and literally all i'm thinking about as i'm driving around is i'm just like god i hope tony doesn't get voted out tonight god i hope tony i'm like I'm driving around for work. Were you in like a stress mode? (laughs) Yes. I'm literally thinking about this. I'm like, I will be so upset if Tony gets voted out. And then I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, no, he's got it. He's got the numbers. He's okay. You know, what's going to happen tonight? God, I hope Michelle goes home. Guys, I love Michelle, but I I really- I'm not, I love Michelle after this last episode. I can't stand her on this season. Oh my God. This last episode to me was her her best moment yet. I just thought it was amazing. I I love Uh, how she- when she won safety and after being essentially guaranteed the spot fucking going to uh, to edge of extinction that night, when she won safety, that was a moment. That was a moment. And that's one of those times when it's like someone is so in the underdog position on Survivor and they win and you can feel all I'm, of the I'm emotion. I'm so anti-Michelle at this point. I didn't even care. Um, Michelle has caused me to like root for Ben, which is something I never thought I would do just because no, I don't, what? I don't like, I don't like the way Michelle has played this season. She has but made you, terrible I, decisions. I am so not rooting for Ben in this. I really wish that Nick, I wish Nick voted out Ben because I think that would have been such a better decision for his game. He's now well, so- No, but Nick not voting out Ben is just a sign of how dominant Tony is. That's the only reason I'm voting for Ben because I want I Tony to I feel like that's win. a sign of how stupid Nick is in this moment. Well, absolutely that as well. But here's the thing, like Michelle is, Michelle is getting, she's getting a lot of praise, but she is, as, as Tony said on the episode last night, he was 100% right. She's a goat. Michelle is a full on goat right now. She has played horrible since the Ethan vote out. She's been on the outside of She may have played horrible, but she still has played. Like, do you know what I mean? She still has been out there playing. It's not like she's like, just because she's she's playing bad doesn't mean that she's not playing at all. Uh-oh. Like that's what makes it even funnier though. She's trying to everything she's doing is just blowing up and it's going horribly. She gives a 50-50 to Jeremy. That does nothing. She plays a 50-50 for herself. And in the end, that ends up being the wrong decision because if she would have given the 50-50 to Jeremy there, then they would have flipped the vote. That's no, the crazy they, part. They wouldn't have flipped the vote. They were only two people. Know. It would have been two, two. Uh-oh. Wi-Fi problems, you guys. California oh. problems. It's we were supposed it's, to get new Wi-Fi, good. but we have too many trees in our backyard. They have to cut them down now to install it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it, it's all good, guys. I just I just wanted to let you know I'm I'm so concerned about Tony that I'm just I'm driving around thinking about this every day. That's how much this show has gripped me. I literally during the the preview for the finale next week last night I paused it. I paused the screen on the, on the extinction challenge just so I could literally analyze <laughs> the picture and see who was where. All right, what'd you analyze? What'd you get from it? Well, I'll say this. From what I saw, Natalie was even with three other people. So for, ha- for spending all the money, it looked like she was. they had advanced to a certain point in the challenge, but she was even with a couple other people. Two, one of which I'm definitely rooting for, and another, if I think it's who I think it was, I'm rooting for as well. But honestly, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't really want Natalie to come back either. Why? It, What's it wrong be... with you? She's absolutely killed the edge. Well, yeah, because she's been because she was the first boot. I no, hope she's not... killed it. No, that's absolutely I hope not true. She's killed she it. she was the first boot, so she's had the least amount of energy intake when it came to, when it's come to calories or any sort of food and things like that. And she's done better than all the people Dude, who have been coming fresh. Jar of 
peanut butter because she's got a million fire tokens. That was after oh, the I'm fact. I'm sorry, tokens. That was after the fact. She was doing really well even before that. And there were people coming fresh from the fucking, well, not fresh, but whatever, from being booted. And they were doing horribly on all of those little mission things. She won all those single tokens. And she's not fighting against chump change either on the edge. Those are some of our favorite players. I love the one thing I really love about Natalie this season. Her accent is so on point. The way she says fire <laughs> tokens, just like it lights my soul on fire. I do I love, love hearing it. her talk. But honestly, I could hear her talk for you. It would just, it would be so much more. If Natalie comes back in the game, it's going to be pointless. She's going to come back in. It's going to be her and Michelle. And one of them is going to get voted out because everyone else is going to split their votes. I want to see a, an old schooler come back in the game. That would be way more fun. And I'm sure a lot of people disagree with me, but look, I know we don't, I, I know a lot of people are over Boston Rob, but it would be so funny if Boston Rob came back in the game at this point, right? Yeah, that would be, be fucking No, no, that would be hilarious doing, for sure. Yeah, he'd be trying to do Boston Rob shit. Like that would be funny. Rob or Parr would be <laughs> so clutch right now. Honestly, I hope, I would love to see Parv come back in the game and then knife Michelle, just backstab her. Get her out of there. I would love to see Parv come back. Anyways. Oh, yeah. We see, Robert's got it. Fire Tolkien. Fire Tolkien. <laughs> I love, Natalie, I love the way you say that, girl. I love her. She's so fun. I, I hope she comes back. I think that she's earned it the most. So let's get on. Look, Connor, I see what you're saying. In some ways he is. But when they were doing the review last night of, of all the shit that's happened this season, like, it was so fun to relive Rob making everybody empty out their bag at Tribal. That was fucking golden. Come on. You can't tell me you guys weren't entertained. No, Rob's hilarious. It's cool. It's cool. I, I wouldn't mind if he came back. Okay. Let's talk about this shitty episode of the challenge. Well, okay, one thing I want to mention before is the fucking ads this season. Like, I don't know if you've noticed the repeat. If you guys watch on MTV on MTV.com the day after, like, they have the same ads every single time. And they're driving me bananas. I don't know why they don't diversify more. Yeah. I agree. Why don't they diversify their network, their ads, their shows? <sighs> Where do we even start? Okay, well, we we start off with the elimination from last week. So we're continuing into that. So we're going right into Jay versus Rogan. And Jay's taking the hit. And then we see him get up. And it kind of reminds me of like a UFC fighter that just got knocked out. And he's trying to get up again, you know? And people are talking to him. And he's like, whoa, what yeah. happened? Like no, no, I didn't lose. Like he had no idea what happened, kind of a vibe. Um, but he goes for another round. He doesn't get the next two. So then it becomes Rogan on offense. And before Rogan even gets a chance to go, uh, Jay starts asking the producers like all these questions about what's going on, what the rules are. And he's super fucking confused. And at this point, they bring in medical again to take a look at him. And they say, this guy needs to go get a fucking CT scan. Yeah um michael so, says let's talk about how the cliffhanger was pointless and it's actually 100 yeah, percent true because now we're on a shitty schedule now we have to wait you know what i mean now we're on the one and a half schedule i hate that schedule. yeah i i do too it, it was it was pointless we didn't even get a full elimination the chat the daily itself which was cool it was the coolest daily of the season that was fifth that was almost 50 minutes of television time and we got no elimination after that. So the pacing was just so out of whack. Like this daily was awesome, but overall. Yeah, this daily was cool. This daily was, no, I like this daily a lot because it had a big giant piece of metal and it actually made sense. Yeah, and it's just like, but it was so long. <laughs> you finally got a good daily and you give us 
45, 50 minutes of television. Yeah, but they also had so much drama leading up to the daily. Uh, Greg, Greg's Greg's throwing fire already in the comments. Extreme Challenge did better <laughs> product placement with the movie Rollerball, starring Chris Klein and LL Cool J, and they appeared on the Extreme Challenge. That was pretty dope. Um, I love the movie. I love the movie product placement this episode. I thought it was hilarious. Fast and the Furious. What a fucking movie to interject into the challenge like randomly. It was just so. I, it was so oddball. I couldn't believe what was going on. They they had put. I feel like if they had done something more MTV related, it would have made sense. But this was just like, okay, I guess we're not doing movies. <laughs> They're trying to monetize any way they can. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, going back to the Rogan J elimination, it just, it capped off a week of bullshit. So much bullshit. We had to deal with all of this Rogan backlash and I'm so over it at, at this point. It, all, I, all the Rogan backlash led up to this fucking elimination where jay is concussed and he can't move on and he's out of the game and rogan has apologized and said all this stuff that if you're an unbiased you know person you can see that there's like some genuine sentiment in there and he didn't even need to do it in the first place and he's still just getting dragged I don't think he was, he didn't have, like, he wasn't apologized for anything that he did wrong. You know what I mean? It's like he was apologizing because people thought that he did it on purpose or something. And so he felt like he had to explain that no, it was just part of the game, but people weren't having it still. I don't get why it's such a big deal for the fans. Like we've seen so many hard hits. It's not, I don't know. It was just weird. It, It is very strange. I have no explanation for it. The only thing I can think, and I hate saying it because it's such a weak, like, overused argument at this point in challenge fandom, is people just don't like Rogan. They just don't like him. So yeah, but why? they can't really see past it. But why don't, why don't they like Rogan? I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand what these newer challengers are doing to get people so upset. Um, there's a thread going on right now that someone posted, and... Admittedly, so the person who posted it, his name's Adam. I kind of feel bad because I, I was sounding off in the comments about how, you know, the reasons why I didn't like. Was didn't it the like guy it. who was it the guy who uh, went at Rogan on Twitter and then got blocked? No, no, that guy uh, that that was a whole nother level of frustration. But like, so there's this guy Adam. I don't think this was his intention, but he posted um, a thread and it's like go into elimination against, and it's got five names on it. It's Jay oh, Rogan, one. Nelson, Bear, and Josh. And my issue with this thread is that people hate newer players so much that they're just using it as a sounding board to rip these guys Mm. like just mercilessly. And I don't understand that. I don't understand why they're doing that. Literally, I'm looking through and it's just like it's people calling Nelson a piece of shit. People saying that Josh is a whiny baby. Um, People saying that that Rogan's a pussy like all it's just a really weird negative thread. And I don't understand how all these people can't take one step back and look at it and be like, Oh wait, this is, this is kind of dumb. So I was just like, honestly, if you want to have a more compelling thread, just post the name of five vets because everyone on these pages suck the Mm. vets dicks so much that, you know, so just post who would, who would you rather go to elimination against Johnny CT Leroy Jordan or Zach like that? Like Give the people who have taken up so much screen time, let them take the heat. Because the bottom line is, if you just keep burying these newer challengers to the point where 
where they don't even want to come back because what's the fucking point? Mm. It's going to ruin the show because if these guys aren't good enough, if Rogan and Nelson who have accomplished things on the show, if they aren't good enough, if they aren't worthy challengers in your mind, then what does it say when you're, when your favorite challengers beat them? What if Johnny goes into an elimination with Nelson and beats Nelson? What, it's not going to be that impressive because everybody's already said that Nelson's a dumbass piece of shit scumbag who's not good at the challenge. So of course Johnny's going to beat him, right? Because Nelson's all the things you guys say he is. Why not hype these people up? I feel like so much is, is momentum though. I feel like it's always a domino effect. Whenever I see, because it happens so fast, right? The hate for someone, the overwhelming hate for a certain person on the show, it can happen in the instant of one fucking episode. Just like like hate blows up for any of these people and with rogan i felt like we saw that this week all of a sudden it was like the whole world fucking hated him and it was just so crazy and i feel like everyone jumps on certain trains like we all say that tori is overrated or you guys all do right why do we (laughs) say that though because the train at first was overrated it was a lot of hype yeah but then what happened the train turned to oh she's overrated because one person made that comment and then everybody started snowballing with huh yeah she is overrated now i'm gonna talk about it Right. And it just happens constantly and constantly in the challenge world. We see it with the fans. It's like a fucking wave, nonstop, nonstop movement with who we love, who we hate. Someone always has to be hated. Someone always has to be loved. There's always a redemption story involved. Someone we hated before. Now we love. Now maybe we hate again. Right. It's just this constant uh, uh, battle between the fans of, of uh, thinking for themselves when they're not doing that. Because they just see an opinion and they're like, mm, yeah, I could see that. And then all of a sudden, that's the fucking mass opinion. And it goes so quickly. Yeah. It goes so quickly. And it goes so harshly and aggressively. And, you know, I will say, to some to some extent, because it goes so fast, I understand why uh, fans don't realize at times what it is they're contributing to when it comes to the negativity of, like, the mass opinions, right, and the mass comments. Because it goes so fast, they don't, you know, they don't have time to see that like 100% of the fans are now on board with their fucking opinion and commenting at 24/7 and giving someone hate like you know they're just like boom now now that's yeah. happening so it's it's but it's just really crazy people need to stop having such black and white opinions on people and i think that's what it boils down to is that everyone is so love or hate as opposed to this is a person a multifaceted human being with all these different angles and dimensions to themselves and it's not just going to be one thing or the other you know a good person can make a fucking mistake like that happens you know that that happens all the time that every single person does that every single person fucks up all the time and so instead of looking at everything as like oh this person's a whore now they're horrible forever it's like chill out so they hooked up with someone now relax so they're reacting the, badly to an ex. Not relax. You've never done any of that before? You never had a friend who did any of that before? I know. The, the Rogan trolling thread, that guy, his name was Dylan, and he posts some stupid screenshot of him essentially recycling the same opinion to Rogan about him, you know, sucking or whatever. And then he calls Rogan a fucking tool. So Rogan blocks him. And he posts it on the page, and he's like, guys, look, Rogan blocked me what a pussy. And everyone's chiming in like, Oh my God, he's such a bitch. Blah, 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 blah. I can't believe this. Like, what's and he it's supposed like, to do? wow. What's he supposed Am to do? I really... Sit there and fight you online? Like, yeah. what is that? Am I really in the minority of people that look at that and say, wow, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> Dude. Well, well, but that's the thing is that's the fucking dumb thing. Nobody wants to come out and say, like, everybody just agrees with everybody for some stupid-ass reason. They all jump on these bandwagons. It's fucking annoying. It's like, just think for yourself for a second, you know? I don't know. I feel as if 
so many people are like act as if they're entitled to judge other people as if they are on some sort of moral high horse but when it comes to themselves they're always like well I didn't mean it it wasn't personal you know I didn't mean it that's not how I meant it obviously like intention matters da, 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 da. but then when it's somebody else it's like well it's all about you know how I took it and how I received it and it was fucking horrible so now I hate them it's just stupid Rebecca's right. It's I, mob mentality. That's the perfect word. It's for it. exactly what it is. Oh wow! And Rebecca just yeah, Rebecca just said that too. Mob mentality. And I I fucking I wish we would have gotten an awesome episode of the show last night, but we got an underwhelming episode. And now all this stuff that's kind I of been boiling like, up. I hate it like you hated it. Let's relax. It's bad. This season's <laughs> rough, guys. It's so I disagree. Rough. I actually like this season. Shut up. Okay. So let's, uh, Shannon, open, Shannon, open your eyes a little bit. Come on. No, no, no. My eyes will remain closed. Yeah. Ah. Okay. You guys, uh, basically Jay ends up getting taken out medically evac'd, if you will, a little survivor for you all. (laughs) Um, and TJ sends him off with, I'm positive. We will see you again in the future. So it is clear that Jay will be coming back. He made his impact. He made his mark on the challenge world. Uh, I'll be excited to see what he does on his next season. Then we go into the house. This post-elimination come down uh, that we see every single week. We have Zach and Jenna doing phone call tag. Uh, Jenna saying that Zach is dodging her calls, which is just so weird. Like we got a weird side of Zach this episode. Um, then you have Bear, Wes, and Bananas. Okay, and they're playing cards. Have I love this sequence? It might have been forced. It might have been staged. It might have been a little bit of improv that they were doing. But I fucking loved this scene so much. Okay, Bananas is uh, is talking to Bear, and they're just like hanging out. And Bear's telling them how he got a certain lady's heart. So then they start moving on to this particular project of interior design, which we move, uh, which we get to after Jenna calls her friend Nicole, who then says that Zach read something in her DMs two years ago, and that's why he's dodging her calls. I mean, come on. That's the stupidest well, thing I've ever heard in my life. For when someone's there could, in a college um, house. There could be more to this story because some people seem to think that that the dms belong to jenna and corey um that that's the theory being posited and that we didn't get all that in the in the okay but where's where's the proof for that theory like who's who's got that who's got there's been a lot of talk on vevmo and through gamer that jenna and corey have hooked up a couple times and thomas actually thomas did was doing some kind of live this week before this episode even aired and he and he confirmed he's like yeah jenny and Corey hooked up after after um explosion after real world explosion and okay but that's, on the street they've hooked up what, a couple other times that's like a decade ago yeah but but apparently it's it's happened uh you know it might happen a little more recently too i don't know i think the whole thing is stupid i think it's an issue that can wait for when she's going to come home i don't think that that's something like i, I agree okay. Like, I thought it was just the most selfish behavior on his end. I would not tolerate any of that. Um, we get Anissa saying she wants her to stay. Nani's like, Jenna will do whatever to make Zach happy, which is a fucking You know what Anissa phrase. does that I can't stand? What? Anissa always acts like she cares so much. She gives Jenna this hug, and Anissa turns her head and closes her eyes as she's giving Jenna the hug. Like, All right, I actually are, know exactly what you mean. I know exactly like, what you on. mean. come on. Okay, but some Come people on. some people genuinely want to care that much that they feel as if they have to try to care that much. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. 
know what I'm saying? So I feel like she feels like she has to be that person. Also, she's like the oldest in the house. She's like the mom. She's got that nurturing, nurturing feel. Um, anyways, then we have Tori saying that she would probably leave and Jordan disagreeing with her saying that he would stay and that would be totally unfair to ask him to do that, which I really liked. Then yeah, go, I love Jordan's stance. We go back to Bear, West and Bananas. This is where their project continues. West and Bananas become their uh, like a queer eye version of interior design type challenge situation. And they start more of a Property Brothers uh, vibe that they is were Is that what it for. is? I don't yeah. know what that show is. Okay, but they were doing something like that. You know what Property doing... Brothers is? They were doing a make, no, no, no. I don't like Drew and Jonathan? They, those, oh, actually I do know who that is, but those shows drive me bananas. Like I can't- They're not finish. really my cup of tea either, but they, they are pretty famous. Because it's all bullshit and the designs are always so basic. Anyways, um, they ended up doing a makeover to Bear's whole space. So he got a queen bed. So they started putting together like swan towels, which was fucking hilarious. Swan yeah, towels. That was impressive. That swan was impressive. Towels, guys. <laughs> uh, they also put both of their names from the elimination board onto uh, the bed. So it said bear and then a heart with Kayla right next to it. And then on the ceiling, they taped pictures of Kayla and Mikey. And for the first time ever since the situation has gone down, we've had Mikey's name drop. So yeah. He was no longer the boyfriend. And not even like full on. It was like Kayla kind of cutting. Uh, oh, pictures of me and Mikey. And then it cuts out real quick. And then they had the, the B plus Actually, K true. minus M that they taped on the, on the, on the headboard. Oh, is that what that said? I was wondering what that yeah. was. Oh. Yeah, that, that, that was pretty savage. Um, <laughs> oh my God. They took that so far. I don't think Bear knew about the pictures. When he looked up and saw them, he was like, holy shit. I mean, he obviously thought it was funny, but he was like, whoa. Like, mm. come on, boys. <laughs> That's nuts. Uh, so anyways, Kayla freaks out. She obviously hates it. She thinks it's really disrespectful. I completely agree with her. I thought that the pictures were just, like, ridiculous. Also, it's annoying that the house is making it a thing. I get where she's coming from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because now you know it's going to be a huge-ass storyline on this fucking show. Everyone's trying <laughs> well, I to I love Rebecca's question. Did Mikey get paid for his appearance? <laughs> oh my God. I'm pretty sure Mikey deleted his Twitter. I don't know if he did it uh, did he? last night, you know, with- He put up a good Insta story. Did you read that Insta story that he posted? I thought it was great. Like, I don't know if that's yeah. genuinely how they feel if they're that amicable about the whole thing, but for him to post that- Yeah. Like, you know, Mikey, that's still the, yeah, Mikey said some, he made some comments about it that I thought were pretty classy, but he's still kind of getting dragged anyways. Um, Why is he getting dragged? Look, people, people look for any morsels they can. Someone claims that, that, you know, Mikey was sending Kayla's nudes to his friends or something. Oh, I have heard about I don't that. Know. I don't know if those rumors I mean, are true, but... Well, first of all, Kayla Kayla has an OnlyFans. Who's to say that Mikey wasn't like, yo, check out this new shot from Kayla's OnlyFans. Send that to his friends. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just positing something. I, I'd like a little more clarification on it before I start calling Mikey a piece of shit too, so... Um, yeah, I want to talk about Erlene's comment. All the men judging her was annoying because they all have cheated. And they've yeah. all cheated on the fucking show as well. Like, Bananas cheated all the time on the show, and Except his hookups Wes. were never aired. Wes, is, Wes doesn't really seem to be the cheating type, but yeah, absolutely. Bear, Johnny, so many of them. Corey, obviously, but... Yeah, Wes doesn't seem to be it. the cheating type, but yeah, they no, all I don't think he is. cheated on, on, on their girlfriends. Like, it's, it's a bit ridiculous. It's so judgmental. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, but at the same time, I do have to. Um, well, yeah, er, er, early and I. No, but I hold agree. on, Jessica. They don't always make it a thing. Like so many people have cheated on the show and hooked up, and those aren't aired at all. Bananas has done that so many times. Um, the I do. I mean, the way that Wes's stance, it was harsh, but it it is pretty straightforward logic. He's like, you know, I don't feel bad for Kayla at all because you knew exactly who Bear was. Um, and you did, and you still did what you did. It's, it's yeah. not like you didn't I know mean, that Bear was the biggest fuck boy ever. But I don't know that I get the vibe that Kayla like left Mikey for Bear. Do you know what I mean? I mean, we have to watch the rest of the season to see how this plays out, but I just get more <laughs> of a, I'm not yeah, sure. No. Lee, I was literally just in a, in a, in a chat saying that, that, you know, cause people were talking about like, where's Lee these days. And I was yeah. like, you know, Lee pops up in our chats every once in a while. And here he is. He says, Team Zach Nichols. That's really <laughs> fucking funny. I like that. Lee, I respect the uh, troll game. I uh, I was wondering where you've been as well. Apparently, you got married. Congratulations, Mazel Tov. Yeah, you, did, you didn't make a formal announcement to all the, the old school virtual challengers. What's up with that, man? Yeah, we need a, we need a newsletter. Um, okay, so then we, <laughs> uh, then we move on into like after the bedroom when Kayla is sitting with the girls eating and mid fucking bite, it seems, Kayla then just takes shit and starts throwing it. Like, I think she walked away still chewing. I, I wasn't sure if I could see it properly, but it felt like she was, <laughs> it felt like she was still chewing. She's like, had it in her mouth, yeah. took a bite and then boom, started throwing shit. There was maybe like a little drink thing that she threw and then something else. Anyway, she got a little spicy. I love that moment. Obviously great TV. I love when people throw shit. It's just oh, fun. they did play Foolish Games by Jewel last night too. Did they? That, that one almost got by my sensors. <laughs> was it that during was a good this? spot. Was yeah. it during this time? Yeah, it was during, it was during, the, the, during the sequence. Um, and then you have Kayla and Bear fighting outside. Kayla's like, you obviously don't care, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, obviously he thinks this whole thing is hilarious. You can just see it in his eyes. <laughs> Here's the thing that I thought about watching that is that Kayla is going in on Bear and Bear is just, you know, he's reacting exactly how you think he would react. But we know for a fact that they're still going to hook up more this season because we've seen scenes in the trailers that haven't shown, that haven't been shown yet. Like they've, they've, We've seen a future scene of Kayla literally sitting on top of Bear. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, yeah, I know exactly. That, that hasn't happened yet. So, so Bear really must be the most charming guy Well, I don't planet. think she was mad at him to the point where it was like things were going to end. I think she was mad at him where she wanted him to understand, like, that's not fucking okay, you know? As they say, Bear's dick game must be insane. It really because must. he just keeps reeling like, them back in. Kayla doesn't even know about his dick game yet. Like they've only just kissed. That's true. You know what I mean? Well, maybe she felt up. I mean, we know she she felt <laughs> up on it. That's uh, true. She would have had to have felt it <laughs> last week. Yeah. All right. So then we go into uh, the house and we have Tori and Jordan sharing a bowl of protein cereal. I'm only bringing this up because I want to know what the fuck protein cereal is. If anybody knows, like, can you let me know? I'm just curious what that is. I tried to look it up. Yeah. Clear um and that sounds delicious so i'd like some and then isn't we have, it just like you know some random like healthy cereal that the time protein i didn't know that there was just a protein cereal cereal were they just eating like but what is protein cereal like that doesn't, i don't know maybe they were just eating raisin bran what's, what's like a healthy lame no, raisin, cereal but, that, but you, wouldn't call, K. you wouldn't just call you wouldn't just call healthy first of all special k is not healthy but you don't we don't call a uh, just yes, a healthy call. cereal protein cereal it'd have to be like protein specific 
you know i was thinking it was maybe cereal with protein powder in the in the whatever liquid you're using i'm gonna stick with raisin bran I think that's what they were eating. Raisin bran isn't even that healthy. They're not eating raisin. But also, let me just say, Jordan and Tori sharing cereal is fucking disgusting. It's um, not disgusting. That is so. Also, we don't know so if they were sharing gross. the whole bowl. They may, may have just. Wait, wait, wait. Excuse me. Why is that gross? But like completely making out and swabbing saliva and like putting your face in somebody else's genitals, which they for sure do with each other, considering that they're fucking engaged. Why is that less gross than sharing cereal? Because cereal milk is gross. But, it's but, delicious, but it's fucking gross. But we didn't even know if it was milk. It could have been it each other's been, milk. But they're, they're eating each, each other's soggy they're bits of cereal. In each other's mouth, like in each other's mouth, they're slobbering. Ugh. That's even Ugh. more of a direct slobber. Like that's- I, I might yak just thinking about it. Like thinking about both of them drinking the cereal milk out of there. <laughs> Oh my god, I do not understand this at all. I feel like that is so Fucking not that gross. gross. Dude. I feel like that is so not that gross. And it's gr- it's gross. And on top of that, it could have been almond milk, which is less gross than regular milk. I Ugh. doubt they drink real dairy. There's no way. They're too healthy for that shit. Look at Tori's body. She doesn't have milk. Um oh, okay. Oh, but if you ask Tori, this let me let me thank you for bringing this up. This is completely uh-huh. unrelated to the episode. But Tori really fucking bothers me with this. Tori is a smoke show. She's like model fit, but she still tries to act like she's this plus size girl who calls herself a big booty Judy and Excuse makes me. posts on Instagram about having stretch marks and all this shit. Like Tori, you're fucking like you whoa, are whoa, your whoa, model whoa. thing. No, I, I don't buy it. Not, I will absolutely not stand for this, not even for one fucking second. First of all, she's I'm not, not slander. I am not no, no, slandering no, any no, of that. No, no, you can shut the fuck up because because smaller people can have stretch marks and stretch marks come from when you go bigger to smaller and she was at some point bigger than she is now stretch marks happen when you fucking grow stretch marks happen when you're going through puberty stretch marks happen all the time but Look, for women we've been told that we aren't allowed to fucking have them for our entire lives because every single magazine co- airbrush them out Love airbrush them. them out to the motherfucking death so when people have a platform now to be able to promote that shit and say listen even i have stretch marks too even this girl me Tori, who everyone compliments all the time on my Instagram and says there's, you know, I'm so pretty and people look up to me. I also have stretch marks. So you know what? It's not a bad thing. And if you are a fan of mm. mine and you love me, then you should love yourself too. Because having stretch marks is not bad. And that's of what course, she's trying to do. So why is she not allowed to great. use why is she not allowed to use because her it's platform bullshit. to promote? Don't it's not post bullshit. on Instagram. Uh, I have stretch marks. Everybody has stretch marks. That's not don't bullshit at all. Don't post a picture of That's, you and Ashley Kelsey. Tori, first of all, she's not 120. Models. She was 155, okay, as of last season. And this season, she got dropped down to like, what, 144, 140? Stop she it. is not that small. And she is allowed to feel as if she has a big booty because she does. And she works hard for it. And when you work hard for your ass, you want to fucking show it off. And you want to be happy about about it all the time. I am not taking any of that away from her. That no. is not the angle that I'm coming at on this. I'm just saying, don't sit, don't sit here and try and act like you're a plus size girl. Who, and, but what, and, but what and, is she acting? Pe- 
But having strip marks. And post a picture of you and Ashley Kelsey. Like, oh yeah, just standing with the just standing with the fit girls. Me and Ashley Kelsey. Having stretch marks. Stretch marks. Having stretch marks. Okay. Is not. Is not. It only for fucking plus size girls. So she's allowed to to post about her stretch marks. And you know what? If her and Ashley K want to say that they're thick because they work their fucking asses off in the gym in order to have muscle tone and definition and build up and have gains, then they're absolutely allowed to do that. Okay. No, stop it. I like I like big booty Judy's Shawnee. All right. I got it's my about resume. Liking big booty Judy's okay, I got my record. It's about letting they women post whatever they, they fucking want. They don't apply. They don't apply. It's it's the same it's Bullshit. the same principle as Kara and Polly go into Applebee's all the time. These two oh, super trimmed fit people like, oh, can't up. get enough of this Applebee's. Oh. oh, let me eat all the all the Applebee's. Are you fucking kidding me? You guys have some body fat. This get is so here. not the same thing. And first of all, first of all, some people can eat at Applebee's and still maintain a ridiculous body because they have so much fucking muscle mass on them and they don't have PCOS, you know uh travis i would be a motivational speaker see you wonder why travis is asking that question because travis thinks that i'm fucking right why because i am right because i don't disagree with what you're saying are smaller okay but then why (laughs) is it a problem why is it a problem for tori to post about stretch marks why does no why is she's trying to appeal to a base that she's not a part of that base but why 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 because we're trying to appeal to a plus size base when stretch marks are not plus size specific there's That's going to know. be there's going to be girls that maybe aren't as comfortable with their bodies and, yes, and maybe and. are really struggling to look the way that they want to look. And they're going to look at somebody like Tori and Ashley, who are 10 times more beautiful than the average person, which is one of the reasons why they've gotten some of the opportunities that they've gotten. And they're going to look at them claiming to be something and they're going to be like, what the fuck you i've been trying for years to, to like make some not, stuff away. and i've got these not, small booty but that's not what it's chicks. about but that's not what it's about. Telling me what it's about. It's not, that's not what it's about. It's not about, it's not about being the perfect representation of the people that they're trying to appeal to. It's about appealing to everybody. It's about showing that even smaller people, bigger people, people who are in ridiculous shape and train twice a fucking day, like Tori and Ashley do, can also have stretch marks. That it's about forgiving yourself because even those people have stretch marks. And so if you aren't working out and you have stretch marks and you feel like it's because you haven't done every single thing that you can in your life in order to get rid of the stretch marks, then you're wrong. Well, no. It's about being able to forgive yourself. And they're teaching that to people. And I think that you are wrong. If Tori has stretch marks and she's posting a picture saying that she has stretch marks, show the fucking stretch marks. That's all I'm saying. Where are they? I'm I'm sure she has a photo with some stretch marks on there. Well, she's not showing them. It's like not hard to see. It's like not. uh -uh. I'm going to look, you keep talking. I'm going to look back through the comments and see (laughs) what people are saying because I haven't Uh... been able to look at it yet. Oh, yeah, that was right. that was completely unplanned. Why did we just do that? <laughs> that, that started from the cereal. This, that started from the bottom, guys. That started from Tori's bottom. Now we're here. Yeah. Tori um, supposedly a big booty Judy deal. Wait, I don't Corey, buy it. Corey says we uh we should put this on the list of Shawnee Zach biggest arguments. <laughs> that uh yeah, that would definitely make the list. That definitely goes on the list for fastest I've ever talked in my life without stumbling. <laughs> You just call me Eminem. Um, Listen, guys, I'm just passionate about this shit because I think it's so important. Because when you grow up and you have nobody trying to promote even just stretch marks, it's like, you know what? I I used to have this, um, what was that magazine? Tiger King. Do you remember that? 
that like magazine you mean poster. tiger beat that's the one you just tiger said beat. tiger king <laughs> Boy, I was young. All right, chill out. So that no, you just means- said tiger. Like, did, did Joe Exotic have his own magazine? What the fuck? Oh shit! I forgot that that was a documentary that just came out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> tiger King magazine. It's just James oh, Garrison yeah, on, on his on his no jet no, no. Ski Tiger Beat Tiger Beat. It's ti- yeah, it's Tiger Beat. It's the one that came with all those fucking magazines, those posters. Anyways, I remember being a kid and there was one of Orlando Bloom, and I remember putting it up. And I remember seeing his forehead and thinking to myself, like, whoa, this guy's forehead is so perfect. I thought his forehead legitimately looked like that. I thought mm. it was actually that fucking smooth. I thought there was not a hair out of place. I thought it was that perfect. I thought it had no blemishes. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. That's the impact of that, a fucking right? magazine of Photoshop, right. you know? I agree. I still allow my, I still suspend my disbelief for stuff like that. I um what do you mean <laughs> I, look I'll, I'll still look at pictures and I know there's probably all this work done but I'll just look out and be like god damn that's a really good picture by the way I side with uh Katie right here Katie thank you Tori is like 120 easy she doesn't know what having Tori, it done to Tori, no I've, I've seen her on the scale she goes onto the scale on her fucking story before so you guys are all wrong she just did a cleanse she after, probably has like she probably has cleanse, Jordan step on the scale after behind a, her are you out of your mind after a cleanse a couple a couple weeks ago she was 144 I'm uh, first of all, Tori is five six, and I've seen her in person. I can easily guesstimate her weight. Mm, I don't know, but I don't know about your height. She uh, is definitely no, no, no. She's five six, and I know that because Jennifer sent me her uh, official stats from soccer from when she was younger. So we have that Mm -hmm. from official athletic commission. Okay, and I don't know. I don't always. I just want to let you. I don't always trust those. Five six is a low estimate in my opinion. So I feel like it's a very good and very honest answer. Yeah, I can accept Tori yep, possibly at 5'6". Five, five, oh, yeah. We accept Tori at 5'6", ladies and gentlemen. We agree on a height. <laughs> Damn, this this was a hot... Round wow, of Corey applause. said I was digging my own grave. Yeah, I think you were. shovel. You, oh, okay. Somebody please get him a shovel. Hopefully a small Michael one. Wants so to know if is, uh, Michael wants to know if Omira is a big booty Judy. She is. I've met her in real life. Yeah, I've met Omira. She's a big booty Judy. She's a big booty Judy. I'm a big booty Judy too. And when I keep losing weight, I'm still going to be one. Okay. No one's taking that away from me. No one's taking that away from me. Michael telling my, Michael <laughs> B telling me to eat a Snickers. Fair. Wait, Greg's fair question point. is hilarious. Who is the better truther? Zach's height truthing or Shawnee's weight truthing? I feel like Shawnee's Whoa. got good weight truthing. Have you guys followed? Uh, I don't know Shawnee's who, weight truthing. I like your weight truthing. I don't know who it is. Somebody made an at challenge height truther Twitter account. <laughs> Have you guys followed them? Yeah, yet? we have no idea who it is. I can't believe that they would make that account. My God. Well, at Challenge Height Truther on Twitter, I don't know who it is, but I can say you should that go follow him though. That's I, sure. I follow them, and I was looking, and they have already gotten into some hot water. People Ooh. do not like. Uh, apparently, he was trying to say that Maddie is a lot shorter than she claims to be. People didn't like it. I mean, if the Height Truther is who I think it is, I really understand why he got into hot water. It's just like a common occurrence for him. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Anyways. So what else happened in so this awesome episode? episode? Okay. <laughs> then we get Jenna. So the Jenna and Zach thing. I'm interested in, in how, oh, yeah. you, how you feel about this. Here we get the phone call. So Jenna, or, or so we we were very pro-Zach last season. Oh, pro-Zach. That's funny, right? I love Zach. Um, <laughs> that is hilarious. We thought that his perspective last season was nice. Um, 
it was he he did not like he was getting a lot of unnecessary hate for the way like we thought he was pretty logical last season yeah. you never know what you're going to get out of this guy so what we see now we see the controlling insecure zach who people tend to drag where did you stand on this so i have a theory i think zach is a very emotional guy we saw already earlier in the season that jenna Easily talks about that jenna talks about how he goes through really big bouts of depression and things like that which is a huge piece of information when analyzing somebody's psyche like that right like obviously they're prone to that kind of stuff and so i feel like he's someone who when left alone really gets into his head per jenna's words um, and, and so we're seeing that this is a perfect example of that, right? Zach is left alone. He's looking at DMS and these insane ideas are now festering. Oh, we have a sister. We have a sister. What? That's a, that's a, that's a swister. We got swister. a swister in the background. Eva, you look so dark with the lighting right now. She's not that tan. You guys, she's still, the, is she still blonde. Yeah. She's still blonde. She's my cream she's puff. Blonde. <laughs> my cream puff. If you guys don't know about my cream puff, go onto my Instagram story. Anyway. So with, with Zach, we're seeing, um, we're seeing this manifest. He's spending time alone. He's reading these stupid ass DMs. Who the fuck looks at DMs from two years ago? This is just the nuttiest thing. And <laughs> he went down the rabbit DMs, hole. Like, that's, dude. Yeah, like, don't that's, touch my that's DMs. Bad. That's weird. I think that's fucking that's weird. Look. That's unhealthy, you know? So he obviously is. Um, oh, there's another Sweetster. Oh my God. <laughs> Damn. Two Sweetster yeah, cameos. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so it's difficult for him, you know, it's difficult for him. He's obviously struggling with this, but the way that he's speaking to Jenna to me is just so immature. It shows that he can control his emotions. Uh, you know, he's struggling for, for, uh, some sort of, um, power a bit. You know, I feel like, I feel like it was just a really weird, it, it to me, it doesn't feel like it's, I don't know. I just don't know if it's in character to what we've seen of him with Jenna in the last couple of years, maybe, you know, of him with John A from like however many years ago, but this just felt really weird. And you can just tell he's such a jealous guy. Like he needs to just chill out. It seems like Jenna is the chill one in the relationship. It wasn't a good look. And they ended up getting, you know, this, they ended up getting engaged not that long after the season. So um, yeah, he went down the rabbit hole looking through the DMs. Erlene's right. What We were talking about Rivals 2 the other day during our top 10 seasons list and his meltdown on rivals too is just so like he gets really emotional you're, mm. you're right he's a very comp zach is a complex person he is complex. very there's so many different shades of, of his personality he's like and, an onion he's like a shrimp yeah it's you know he's got this He's got his emotional side. He's got like the maturing Zach that we've seen. He's got his competitive mm. side. He's got this, you know, this strict religious upbringing that, that we've seen that, that he had. Um, you never know what you're going to get out of this guy. It's like every other season, he's a different person. But it's it's weird. It feels like he has so much insecurity with Jenna in specific, like within the relationship. Um, but in life, it feels like he's quite, a you know, when we're seeing him interact with friends, on the challenge when we're seeing him interact with allies and just speaking and chatting in the house uh, and dropping his funny lines, his jokes, whatever. It's such a different Zach. I feel like when he's with Jenna and he has these problems with her, it's there's so much insecurity that comes through. And I don't know why, you know, I don't know why their relationship is like that in that way, but it just feels like Zach needs to take some serious deep breaths. He needs to do some yoga and he needs to learn to be a bit more independent and also to 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 know to know timing like i if i had an issue if 
I went through someone's DMs, first of all, I don't know if I would even allow myself to get mad about it because I would feel so gross that I went through someone else's DMs. But even if I did, while they were away on this like thing where they were fighting to win a million dollars, like doing this cool competition for themselves, uh, and I saw this shit, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them or not answer or be, you know what I mean? Make them more stressed out. It's just such a selfish thing to do. You have no idea what the story is behind messages. I mean, there's just, I don't know. There's just so much there that I would not have handled in that way. So it's, it's obviously, uh, you know, I disagree with how he went about everything for sure, but I'm not him and I have no idea where any of this stuff stems from. It could very well stems from, from shit that happened in his past relationships. I think Aji sums it up the best in our comments. He says, uh, <laughs> that would be like my girlfriend getting mad at me over my DMs with Paige during the early online challenge game. That actually is exactly what that would be like. That's a little inside uh, inside baseball, a little inside <laughs> joke for, for you guys. If you inside know, you know. Inside org baseball. Yeah, thank you, Adji. We appreciate that. Um, Adji or DMs with Brittany. <laughs> but I, um, I didn't like that Jenna was even considering leaving for this. I thought it was stupid. I don't Autumn. think that you should. I just don't like that. Uh, uh, Autumn is echoing what I brought up about potentially the DMs being with Corey. Um, we don't and know look, if that's true. That's such a rumor. We don't. We don't. But the way I look at it, I'm, not, I'm obviously not going to go operate under the belief that it's true. But if it was true, I would understand somewhat why Zach reacted to the degree that he did. Um, but that would make a little like, more sense. But it's not like that, though. You have to understand they don't even live in the same city. It's not like this person is like her best friend that she's hanging out with all the time, pretending like they're just best friends, right? Like, it's just not... I don't know. It just feels weird. It just, I, I just don't, first of all, I don't think anything justifies how crazy he got. Um, I also, I, I agree. I also I just, don't think if, anything justifies him asking her to leave or say, or, or giving an ultimatum yeah, that, that the relationship will be over, crazy. you know, if she doesn't leave, yeah. like that's crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. Jen, Jenna. And we, honestly, we still don't know what she's going to do. Like she says she's going to stay, but she doesn't really look too, happy about it and every and multiple cast members in their confessional seem to think that she's going to go into elimination and just tank it which um you know we've seen that done before because if you quit you don't get your paycheck i mean um, i don't know if i don't know if she's going to tank it as much as she's just going to go in and try her hardest and like if she loses she loses like there's a pretty good shot that she loses against the girls that are up there right now it's not like but they don't seem to think that's going to happen they seem to think that jenna is going to go in and she's not going to have her head in the game and she's yeah but that's not what nani like, said Nani seems to think what I said, and I feel like that's well, more Nani's accurate. her best friend. Exactly, I mean, so she knows more. Huh? Uh huh? No, she's just trying to hype up her friend. No, I disagree. Uh, anyway, we are, we'll we're not happens. connecting. We'll see what today. happens. There's a disconnect between us right now. Um, uh, oh my God. We got all the oh friendly God, wait, wait, stuff wait, wait. out of the way on Tuesday. Wait, wait, yeah, we got all the friendly shit out of the way. Um, uh, not only is there a disconnect between us, but there was also a Wi Fi disconnect. I wonder if that was a sign of what was to come. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. When you switched Wi Fi and you came back into the chat, it oh was like. Oh my God. Yeah, you were Maybe like, I came back as a different person. Yep. Yep. Yo, exactly I came back as Shannon. Woo. <laughs> 
she came back spicy. Okay, so let's move <sighs> on from Zach and Jenna. Whatever. Then we get Bailey Swaggy talking to Wes. This was kind of cool. Obviously, Wes is like giving rookies advice. This is classic Wes. Love seeing the shit out of him. It's so predictable and yet so beautiful all at the same time. Um, and I didn't realize they were all from Kansas City. I had no idea that. Yeah, Swaggy- I didn't know that either. Do Swaggy and Bailey live in Kansas City now, or are they? they move i i I doubt it i don't think they do they're probably tell me yeah probably in la have you been following the quarantine house in kansas city no oh yes i've Uh, been following like with photos yeah yeah yes we've got nani kayla sam devin they're they're all they're all living they're all doing yeah so they're they're all right now living in kansas city which by the way it needs to be clarified wait they're not living they're just there like for they've only been been there there for like a couple well yeah they I don't know how long it's going to go, but they, it looks like they rented a house and they're, they're like going around in the community. Oh, is that not Wes's house? I thought that was Wes's house. No, it's not. I think they rented a house or they got it through Wes, but here's the other thing. Here's, here's the thing that we need to delve into a little bit. They, everybody keeps saying Kansas city. Wes lives in Kansas city, Missouri, but, uh, the, the quarantine house and where Nehemiah and D are living is in Kansas City, Kansas, I believe. I thought, no, I think D lives in Kansas City, Missouri. No, D is Wait, with Nehemiah. They're, they're, share, they're sharing an Airbnb, and that's where the quarantine house is, based on the videos that I'm putting together. So they're in Kansas City, Kansas. Now, these are sister cities. They're, like, not that far apart from each other. Aren't they? Isn't it attached? Isn't it just separated by the border? Is that not how it works? I'm going to need some middle guys, America yeah, people we need watching a, to clear this up. Have you guys ever been somebody, to Kansas City? Can somebody from the middle please tell us how it works? How do you get from one city to the next? <laughs> I, I think they're like separated by a river or something. If I if I had to yes, guess, yes, that's exactly how, what I think as well. Is it the Mississippi that's how River? Cities, the Missouri you know, River work a lot of the time. Uh, does the Missouri in, River? Yeah, I guess maybe the Missouri River separates those two. Jennifer says D is in Mission, Kansas. Yeah. Okay. Across a river. Okay. Got it. And that's yeah. So that's where the quarantine house is. That's where Nehemiah is. That's where D is. <laughs> uh west is in overland park all right well we have the geography down we'll give you guys a map let's just put it that i way. know where overland park is I've, i don't I've know heard, where any of that shit is these areas all i know is that over there you can buy fucking houses for a fraction of the price that you can buy houses over here and that to me is phenomenal now in some of these states you have no income tax and if people live in those states you guys are lucky motherfuckers that's all i have to mm-hmm. say all right, so the daily challenge. Here we go into the big daily Fast and the Furious. When they said this title, I still didn't connect the dots that they were actually going to use the movie as like a <laughs> uh, a product here. Uh, but this was hilarious. TJ calls out everyone right away. First thing he does and is like, if anybody wants to go home or quit, right now is the time. I was just like, shut up, TJ. You don't even mean to say that. Production is making you say that. Jenna is staying in the game. We don't know exactly what that's going to happen or what's going to happen with that, but we'll see how it goes. And then we get into the daily. Basically, this challenge is in pairs. They're tethered together with just enough slack to reach these puzzle pieces that are slewed across these giant semis. They're like double stacked semis. They're fucking huge ass trucks. Uh, It's a timed event. The fastest pair to grab all their puzzle pieces, climb to the top, top of their truck and solve the puzzle wins. It's a female elimination day. And since the numbers were uneven, Jordan got to go twice. So TJ ended up picking a random person. It happened to be Jordan, which was pretty lucky because Tori really wants Jordan in the tribunal. So Tori can go into the get her red skull. We heard that like a thousand times this episode. I won't lie. 
like editing needs to stop doing that it's just annoying stop repeating shit yeah stop repeating shit oh give us another casey uh, confessional over that i have a big complaint about the production team and editing at some point during this challenge we'll get to it it's one of the most egregious cringeworthy things i've ever seen i wonder if corona affected that i was thinking about it it feels like it did possibly okay um this daily as we mentioned at the start of the episode was very cool yeah this this was was a sick daily i loved it they finally got something where it was an awesome visual and the actual challenge itself delivered and Um, and it mattered the visual the visual mattered it wasn't just there for exactly exactly um it, it was exciting it was difficult you know a lot of the teams weren't even able to complete this um i liked it overall uh there's a couple things that I want to highlight here, but we can start and you know go through it and I'll throw in my color commentary as needed. Okay, so um, before we get into the teams, there was one moment, if you guys didn't see Rogan, they edited in Rogan smiling when TJ said the red skull comment and it was fucking hilarious. It was like this creepy grin. It was great. <laughs> it was great. So you should go back and watch that. All right, the team breakdown. So it was Jordan and Nani, Swaggy and D, Kyle and Big T, Josh and Tori, Fessy, Jenna, Corey, Maddie, Nelson, Anissa, Rogan and Jenny, Bananas and Melissa, which was funny because I think that there's the rumor that they hooked up, Bear and Casey, Wes and Kayla, and Jordan and Bailey. The first step was Jordan and Anani and Swaggy and D. They're not really going up against each other since it's a timed event, but they're each using one side of the semi. Um, now this is the first big discussion we're going to have to have tonight because, well, I guess first big discussion about the actual show, uh, Swaggy is six, four. We need to talk about that. Supposedly, Swaggy is self-proclaimed six, four, you guys. I mean, this just, we just can't let this go. We have to talk about it. I have seen a lot of people tweeting at challenge height truther asking for clarification on whether Swaggy is six, four. So I would imagine, I don't know, whoever is Challenge Height Truther, I don't know how they work. I, I don't know how much time they take for these things, but it seems like they're going to try and produce some kind of evidence as to Swaggy's height. Now, one thing to note is that Swaggy did play college basketball D1 at St. Peter's, but basketball is another thing where the height is notoriously exaggerated in basketball. Is it? Um, Yes, because height is very important to a basketball player. So especially if, if, if you're coming up or, or if you're playing for a school or for a pro team, they, they will, you know, height exaggeration amongst basketball players at the college and pro level is not uncommon at all. I guess um, it's a, a stat know. that matters so much. They want to inflate it as much as possible. Yeah, a, a famous example, of course, would be Allen Iverson, who would get listed, you know, as tall as six foot, you know, they'd say he's five eleven, six foot. And people, people in the know, know that Allen Iverson was nowhere near that. You know, he was like a five, nine, five, 10 guy. Like at that <laughs> that's level. A big ass jump. Like that, that's, yeah. Like that's why it was, it was so important, but people, people are like that all the time, you know, when, also when, I feel like Swaggy's guy, the type to exaggerate his height. Like, I mean, come yeah, on. <laughs> come we've on. gone over Swaggy's resume of kind of doing things a little bit so that he can say that he did it. So uh, it would not surprise me if Swaggy's height is exaggerated and especially a school like St. Peter's who doesn't get top grade uh, recruits, top level recruits. They're not getting five-star recruits at mm. St. Peter's. And they probably get a lot of smaller people. They're going to exaggerate their height a little bit. So I'm going to look into it. He might be. It might be accurate. Or no, the 
Challenge High Truth is going to look into it a little bit. I'm going to look into it myself because <laughs> I like those things. Yeah, yeah. You'll look into it separately and then Challenge High Truth will also look into it. Probably. Uh, <laughs> Erlene wants to create a Calhoun Truther Twitter because she's sick of your BS. And I think that's There's beautiful. a lot of tea that could be spilled on that Twitter, unfortunately. Beautiful. Beautiful. So I'm just going to say, I hope she doesn't create that Twitter. All right. Well, one day when we meet Swaggy in person with our measuring tape handy, obviously, of course, we'll always have that handy. We will we'll get a definitive answer. Um, okay, so- He looks tall. I'm not going to he looks make tall, any rulings. But I don't know what the challenge high truth is going to do. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, so Jordan's strategy here is amazing. He does this no hand strategy, which is great. I didn't realize that they were like tethered to the point where they didn't have to hold on kind of a thing. I thought it was maybe yeah. going too fast. They'd get hurt. Uh, but it seemed like that was a great strategy. Jordan just used his legs the whole time and um, used the the ropes to hold him up instead of uh, taking time with the, or taking space with his hands and having to grab the um the side of the semi and also apparently it was really cold they made a bunch of comments like that like their hands were freezing and things like that so keeping your hands off was definitely the fucking move here him and nani kill it they get all their puzzle pieces up top they finish they smash this thing i mean nani did so well here i was super impressed and this to me was a great example of how nani can work when it's a partner that she really can work with, when she can communicate well with them, um, when they're supportive, but you know, working well with Nani in that way. I feel like this was a good showing for her. Um, and then you had Swaggy and D, who did decent. Like they they didn't do that bad, but I was more concerned for them dropping pieces than I think they were. I don't understand why um why that wasn't a bigger thing. It looked so hard to connect the pieces. How did more not drop? I agree that once I saw Swaggy and D get through it without dropping pieces, I just assumed that that wasn't going to be a threat. I just assumed that people weren't going to drop pieces. So when I did see that mm. start to happen, I was surprised that they didn't. One thing that needs to be said about this heat is that after it was over, after Nani and Jordan were done, you know, like you, you have to, you have to be fair. You have to go both ways here for all the people that drag Jordan about the way, particularly that he speaks to women, like, please take note that Jordan went out of his way after they were done to praise Nani for how good of a job she did. So Jordan, at the very least, from what I can tell, is consistent in his standard that, like, he'll cut up anyone who's not carrying their weight. He will mm. cut up anyone who he feels is not competing to a level that they should be and is holding him back. In this case, Nani really performed. She did great. And Jordan was all over it, heaping praise upon her. You know, it's not like Jordan was taking credit saying, oh, you know, I, I did so good. So we won. He's like, this fucking girl did awesome. So yeah. just people should take note of that. I agree. People should take note of that. People should also take note of Swaggy congratulating Jordan, which I thought was really cute at the yeah, end of cool. that. Bailey also people are saying Nani got her one her one good performance of the season out of the way that's pretty funny right? oh shut up you haters all right Bailey <laughs> makes a great comment in this uh scene in her confessional she goes in his head he's the best thing ever and in my head too because I'm his biggest fan don't forget that and I just love that line you know I think that's great that's like you can see that they obviously really love each other I agree um, with that definitely then we get Casey's confessional read this is like her classic. I'm going to read the instructions of the Daily yeah, Challenge. Yeah, emphasis on read. Mm -hmm. they're, they're holding the teleprompter up for Casey to, to see. Oh, well, for sure. This is like, she's re she's explaining the instructions of the Daily. It's the funniest thing ever. It's It looks like she's on Big Brother on the show. Like, that's exactly how they do it there. It's just, uh, it's carbon copy. It's crazy. I'm going to um, go out on a limb. I don't know what, what happens with her this season. Even if Casey wins this season, I, I don't think we'll see her on the show again. Like you know, they're they're clearly burying her. 
I don't know because she's got like a good um, agent. I feel like she gets shit done. Like they, she wasn't that exciting on Big Brother either. So for her to come on, it, you know, she came on off of a very unexciting performance as well. Like she was good in the competitions and stuff, but she was very boring TV in that way. So mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like she wasn't cast for entertainment per se. But I mean, we'll see. You never know who they're gonna fucking bring on. So then we have um, uh, Tori, Josh, Big T, and Kyle. Big T and Kyle is my favorite team in this whole challenge. What a duo. They should be paired up all the time. I want to see a whole season with them working together. Uh, Kyle calls Big T Big Truck, which we all need to adopt. That is hilarious. Josh drops a piece right away, but doesn't realize. I couldn't tell that he had done it with his foot at the beginning, so I was so confused why he didn't know why there wasn't a piece at the end, why he was confused why one was missing. I thought he had dropped it from his hand. So I thought he was playing dumb. I was so, I was just lost at that point. And then they replay it and you can see he kicks it off with his foot, which is crazy. I don't understand why nobody else, or that didn't happen to anybody else, or it wasn't in the way for other, it was just weird. The positioning of him, he just ends up kicking the piece off, um, which sucks, obviously. And This is where we get the egregious moment or <laughs> as tony flacho says moment this is where we get the egregious <laughs> moment um <laughs> first of all the editors set up josh so bad here just to get dragged we're gonna see it all week people are gonna be destroying josh for this moment they're gonna talk about how yep. terrible he is and all that the whole rap but the most egregious moment it just it we've talked about suspending our disbelief it took me right out you have josh and tori standing on top of the truck and josh is yelling they're both yelling, we don't have a piece, we're missing a piece, we're missing a piece, we're missing a piece, we didn't drop any. And they're freaking out. Freak out. <laughs> and then you get, and guys, once again, if you actually thought that a producer piped into Josh's, to someone's headset and said this in real life, in real time, unfollow the show. We get a, a fucking... <laughs> unfollow the show, guys. Post, post-recorded clip of a producer saying... You dropped a piece, Josh. <laughs> and then Josh starts yelling, no, no, no. It was horrible. It's when, so bad. It's MTV insulting our intelligence by Okay, acting. yeah, but it was such a good scene. Did you not like that moment? I loved watching Tori freak out. I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I could, once that part happened, I, I couldn't anymore because I was just sitting there. My, my jaw dropped at how egregious it was because it's like, to, in order to do that, in order to try and edit your show like that, you have to really feel like so many of the people watching are dumbasses that they would actually buy that. Think that which honestly, that. And granted, honestly, based on what I see on Facebook on a daily basis, that, that MTV might actually be right. So No, but, but MTV absolutely is right. Have you not seen some of the edits that they've done on like The Bachelor and stuff? Zach, they're horrible. Oh my God, I've seen some clips. No, no, like, oh my God, they're stringing together entire fucking sentences. It's that bad. It's just the craziest <laughs> shit ever. People don't realize they're absolute idiots. So of course they're going to get away with it. It's like, that that's just a given at this point. But um, I really like this scene. I was very pleased with this whole moment. Like watching Tori freak out. Mind you, I love Tori. This is not like a thing that I wanted her to lose or anything, but I just thought it was so funny. I love watching people get crazy um over stuff that they're really passionate about i definitely enjoyed that if someone fucks with my if someone fucks with my skincare or my technical equipment like they fuck with my laptop they hold it the wrong way they grab it by the screen oh my god and back in the day when i didn't have as much control oh 
oh my god it was just like it was a nightmare so i love watching people freak out <laughs> that's a va- that's a valuable tip for anyone you know we we have a lot of guys who come into our chat and they try and shoot their shot at Ishani. so if 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 uh you know whatever guys come into your life you you're giving them pearls here don't fuck with their skincare mm-hmm. don't fuck with her technical equipment mm-hmm. and i'll you'll, kill you you'll be good yeah. kill you yeah like hardcore um or my sunglasses oh my god if you touch my glasses when they're on my face you don't have the right to touch someone's glasses when they're on their face you have no idea how much those glasses cost you have no idea how fragile those glasses are you have no idea if they're fucking the, from the 60s in italy you have no idea you just have no idea but one thing we do know about johnny is that she will share a bowl of cereal with you absolutely she's, i absolutely will share a bowl of cereal <laughs> with you I just don't even think it's that gross. Like, oh my God, we're about, like, if I'm dating someone and we're about to bang, I'm not going to share a bowl of cereal with him. Like, what the fuck? How is that less gross? There's probably less saliva um, um, swatted back with sharing a bowl of cereal than there is when you're hooking up with someone. And also on top of that, I wouldn't use regular milk. So I think it's less gross. Okay. Sharing is caring, Katie. Thank you. <laughs> I, so you 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 definitely are set then that Jordan and Tori that it was like some it was like almond milk in their cereal. I'm pretty convinced it's almond milk, but I don't know if they were getting almond milk out there. Like maybe that it, it wasn't it wasn't one it wasn't two percent. I just don't like regular milk. I can't think about it. I like skim milk. I, don't I enjoy like, skim milk. Okay, no, you want to know the truth is I fucking love milk but only one brand and it's fair life because it has no lactose and it's great, but I just can't bring myself to drink milk now because I know the horrors of what happens. I, I do really, I really like milk. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not sharing milk with anyone. Corey's um, asking if I would share a toothbrush and the answer is ugh. I have shared toothbrushes before. Oh. <laughs> You guys are you guys are checking off all my gross boxes tonight. I am so guys. I don't want to reveal too much about myself to you, but I'm going to. I am I am so particular about toothbrush things. For example, really? I always I always used to do this with my family growing up. You know how you're at you're at your home with your family and you've got the family toothbrush holder, right? And everybody's toothbrush is in the holder. Well, I would always have to fucking say to my family and nobody ever listened because nobody thinks about this shit. Mm. I would always be like, you guys, I need you to, when you wash off your toothbrush, I need you to dry it off on a towel before you put it back in the holder. Because oh, when so theirs you, doesn't splash onto yours? Because <laughs> all the water from your toothbrush, all your backwash rolls down the toothbrush and settles in the bottom of the toothbrush holder. So then every time I would pull my toothbrush out of the holder, there would be nasty water touching the bottom of my toothbrush. Okay, that's actually hilarious because that's kind of some shit that I would do. Like some stupid, so specific, really like weird shit that I would make my family do. Um, no, listen, okay, there's a lot of comments going on about how I was the person who said that I wouldn't mind if someone peed or spit on me. The, the actual statement- Oh my God, that, I forgot no, no, about that. No, no, the actual statement Zach asked was, was that I think that they're equally as gross that I would not say that one is grosser than the other is what I was trying to say, right? So no, I don't want someone peeing or spitting on me, but if either happened, I would assume they were as gross. And it wasn't like peeing directly on you. It was peeing in a pool with you. That's so different. That's diluted um, pee, okay? Diluted joy pee. just blew and my mind. And if you guys think that you've ever been in a pool that didn't have pee, like you didn't swim enough when you were young. 
That's true. Joy, Joy blew my honestly. I think toothbrush stuff is grosser than pee. Like now, now that I'm looking at this, Joy was like, no, Joy just said, gross. Like Joy just said, I would bring my my toothbrush in my room when living at home. Why the fuck did I not think of that? Oh yeah, that's, why did I not do that? Well, I yeah, that's exactly what I would. Do I would have even had to do that. that. I never leave my shit around. Are you kidding me? That's why I have everything like hidden from. I hid my date snickers like things that i made the other night in the freezer my sister fucking found them and she ate them all so in my house mm. you have to hide stuff really well um <laughs> yes you're welcome for the <laughs> clarification see the thing is i'm not that <laughs> grossed out by things like i just don't think that humans are that gross like boogers aren't that gross fluids aren't that gross like things aren't that gross the only thing to me that are like really gross is like pee and poo like I just don't want that like actually like physically having to deal with it but if for example like I had a friend dying okay and she was like shitting herself everywhere I would pick her up and help her somewhere you know what I mean like I'm that kind of friend I'm I also, can't believe that I don't know what could happen has gone to this right the now. Apocalypse. and on top of that I was also the friend in high school who would always have to clean up after someone's vomit because nobody else wanted to do it we'd be at someone's parents house and they'd be like all right everyone leave me alone so this is uh these are the stories of shawnee she's a world traveler you know she's (laughs) taken in a lot of cultures different cultures in her day so she she knows she knows what she's talking about you guys um she also claims that she liked this episode but we've gone on a million tangents which is a sign that the episode wasn't that good jessica i actually don't mind blood at all like i i did go to medical science for a month uh, when i was in high school i don't mind it at all like i'll watch myself getting my blood test done um I watch my cyst being removed on my leg. Like, I'm all about that shit. I, think I know that everybody watching our show really respects <laughs> me, so I don't want to tell them things that would make them respect me less. But I will say oh, that I, I have passed approach. out. In my life, I've passed out multiple times in a, uh, a blood-giving <laughs> uh, <laughs> medical testing scenario yeah wait a second you guys hold on hold on zach has passed out from from getting blood drawn and rewind to a couple seasons ago when Kara was rejecting the mm-hmm. iv in the fucking van what was he yep. saying about that i don't remember whoa whoa, whoa. hold on I, I you guys can rewind that tape i i admitted that i wasn't cool with needles when that happened did you all right i but don't remember that i, I don't probably know if I would have taken that. the iv in that scenario however yes um there have been times where a needle uh, was injected into my arm by a medical professional, and I, I then woke up. About the challenge. I then woke the up podcast. on the floor later. Um, so shut up! You woke up on the floor. One time, you like I was, fell over, and then you woke. You woke up. You were like, "Whoa, what happened?" One time, I was getting like you know just standard stuff for screening for jobs. I was getting like a tuberculosis test, and. Um, they look like if, if you put a needle in, in my, like in my, my upper arm region or anything like that, I'm cool. But when you go, when you go like in, in the thin skin areas, like <laughs> top of my right hand here. And here. Yeah. So like they put the needle in the front of my hand and I started like immediately feeling like I was losing control of my body. And then they're like, okay, are you good? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll get up and walk out. And I get up and I start walking out. And literally the next thing I know, I open my eyes and there's, I'm on the ground and there's a doctor holding my head up. That's such a scene. That's like a scene out of ER, you know, when there's light around the doctor's face and you're like, oh, oh what happened? Oh, it's so embarrassing. I don't know why I just said that. Um, I got, <laughs> yeah, that is embarrassing, Zach. Well, you know <laughs> what? We're just letting things out tonight. I, um, when I got my TB vaccine when I was a kid, it's funny you say that. They had to have like six nurses hold me down because I just didn't want to do it. It wasn't about the needles, to be honest. I was just like not about 
I was just not about uh, we, it. We, we, should, we shouldn't talk about vaccines with, with pandemic going around right now. We might want to <laughs> we might want to steer clear. Whoa, political conversations. Pandemic, all the rage, guys. So it just yeah, turned gonna... into like we're we're like now CNN. Hey. <laughs> Reporting live from the Suiza household. I'm Shani Suiza. Okay, so uh let's go back into the episode. <laughs> let's go back into the episode. So we're at the big tea part. Josh drops it. They Tori and Josh end up doing so well, but they're missing the piece, which sucks because I think they would have smashed yep. this and it would have been cool to see Josh shut the haters up instead of i agree with that plays. but instead um instead a producer had to tell him on the spot through his magic well, microphone no, i think i think he, he would have been gotten, able to hear on top I of think, the truck i think he would have gotten ripped apart anyways uh yeah. because of the kicking of the fucking piece everybody would have been like well he he kicked the piece he's the worst human being in the world you know that yeah, sounds about sounds about right um then you get uh, uh them coming back down and talking about it with the cast and you have jordan's like headpiece did you see this what the fuck was he wearing it was hilarious it looked like no, he was I like a rob a bank oh my god it was incredible jordan had like one of those full-on head coverings like that those tight sport ones like up to here and it was army colored i don't know if you guys saw it, but we need to get a we need to get a photo of it damn it was, i missed that yeah that was a good shot it looks quite stylish too in my opinion um then we have uh fessy jenna and maddie Corey. now jenna can't get the last piece she's stuck trying to swing and get it so fessy goes down to try and get it and he can't get the last piece either it seems like this piece is just the death of both of these teams because then on the other side you have maddie and Corey struggling Corey keeps trying he's swinging he's swinging yeah. so neither of them could get the fucking last piece i don't know how i don't know what's um, so much harder for them let's talk about maddie and Corey. Uh, guys and girls in our chat let's talk about height oh ladies and gentlemen welcome to the new conversation here about height we are opening podcast. up the floor you know it's a shame that we don't have there. the height truther on here you know i would love to host a podcast with him it sucks that you're my co-host i would be interested in, in finding out who the height truther is on twitter and speaking to him or her Me uh, shawnee how tall <laughs> do you think Corey wharton is that's a hard one for me to guesstimate because I actually have never really gauged Corey's height. I won't lie. Like, I don't can, know. Can, some, can we get Zach, can someone tag Zach Cooper? Get him in here? Maybe get his take on Corey's height? I just don't know. Um, I would say, oh, give me someone he's like shorter than or taller than. Give me like people. I don't know what he, I can't Corey I actually can't is think taller about than Nelson. Who is he taller than? What is he like, 5'10"? ish 511 59 five, i think he might be somewhere in the 59 510 range and uh because of that ladies and gentlemen may i submit to you exhibit a shani <laughs> please tell me if this picture comes no, through clear this on picture the is yeah zach it comes through super clear you want to know what this picture is it's a lot of bullshit guys he uses a crop photo where we can't even see their feet Maddie is bent over, okay? They're both bent over. No, 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 but Corey has her hand on top. Corey has his hand on top of her, which is a very different atmosphere because it pushes your back down. I know, I've had this happen to me many times. She's been like this. Corey is upright like this. That's different. Ladies and gentlemen, Corey is taller no. than Maddie, and they were both wearing sneakers. We don't even know if Corey is taller than Maddie, because that photo is the worst piece of evidence I've ever seen in my entire life of watching Law & Order. It's inadmissible. I stand 
by my statement. Corey yeah, they are is, bending forward. They're Corey is about an inch taller than Maddie. Well, then Corey is 5'11 and Maddie is 5'10. Well, would, did Corey have his arm around Maddie and, and he was his feet were hovering off the ground? No, but when, you, so when, you have your, when you have your hand around someone, you're naturally lifted. You're using them to lift more. His posture was way better than hers in that photo. Absolutely. Guys, go back and watch the scene. Go back. That is one still from a full scene. Go back and watch the scene. You'll see Corey's taller than Maddie the whole way, the whole time. Taller that, than Maddie. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Well, <laughs> see, I agree with Jessica. You should never be a lawyer. Yeah, let, let, let me let me do the. We Jordan, got Fabi, Jessica, and Erlene back to back to back saying you're wrong. It's beautiful. It's just beautiful. because they want Maddie to be taller than she really is. I get it. I understand. Nobody wants Maddie to be taller than yeah, she really do. is. Where do you get that? Who has the motivation for that? It's not like I'm sitting here thinking like I want because Maddie people to be love Maddie for some reason. People are like, oh yeah, Maddie, she's tall. She's cool. She loves driving drunk. She uh oh, is so oh, Martha. Zach. We this love Martha. Brutal. <laughs> it's brutal. Maddie's the I, calling her Martha is disrespectful. The, the greatest Martha in Martha the history Stewart. of entertainment was was uh, was Martha from from the movie Ladybugs. I know Greg no. Martha Stewart. She does videos with Snoop Dogg. I love Martha Stewart. Martha oh my god, Martha Martha and Snoop Dogg's Ooh. show is hilarious. I wish MTV showed that all the time instead of ridiculousness. Martha and Snoop is so funny. Martha and Snoop is one of the funniest duos there ever was to hit this planet. And the funniest thing is Martha has more street cred than Snoop does now. Yeah, I'm going to, guys, I'm going to let you in behind closed doors again. Martha Stewart, I I, I think she's pretty good looking. And she's like almost 80. She's like almost 80. She looks good for her age. 80? No way. She's like 76, I want to say. She's like 76, 77. You know, I could see that. She's 78 years old. 78. She is 78. She looks good. Martha looks good for her age. Martha looks great. See? Martha's going to look better at 78 than Maddie does. Mark my words. Do you want to know why everybody calls the bitches Karen and not Martha? Because Marthas are cool. I like that. Yep. Okay. The one. I'm down with that. <laughs> yeah. Greg says to shoot your shot. I agree. Let's get her on Twitter. Um, okay. So <laughs> then we have, uh, then we have fourth up, which is Jenny and Rogan and Anissa and Nelson. And this was one of the funniest Nelson uh, uh, scenes in recent history. I mean, this is like the most amazing thing ever. He, he's paired with Anissa and he talks about how she's like the, one of the top puzzle girls. You know, she's they have this on lock. Oh my God, I'm paired with Anissa. It's going to be great. And then it cuts to Anissa who's like, Nelson needs to shut the fuck up. Like he needs that to- was great. That was that a was great edit. A Props. brilliant, brilliant Props edit. And then right off the bat, Anissa dro- drops a piece. Now we all know Anissa didn't drop a piece on purpose. She obviously just fucked whoa, whoa, up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, I don't know that. Oh, what are you like a throwing challenge truther? Shut the fuck up. No, I don't know. There's I don't know no, that she didn't do that. There's no way purpose. that that was like Anissa throwing the challenge. First of all, in what world does it make sense that if you throw the challenge, you are guaranteed a red skull? This was Nelson's argument. She's throwing a challenge because she wants a red skull. Like, what is that? Like, where's the connection? There's literally no connection there whatsoever. It's just the Yo, weirdest thing. He Rebecca's didn't even think right. his argument Nelson, through. Nelson calling Anissa baby girl was fucking <laughs> awesome. Oh my God. Yo, Honestly, we got this baby so, it was just so ridiculous. And she was like, no. I, I, for one, just thought the whole thing was nuts. But throughout the whole thing, 
I realized that Nelson really reminds me of my brother. <laughs> really? His mannerisms are so similar to my brother's. I couldn't believe it the whole time. I'm like, Noah, stop being so stupid. But it was Nelson. Wow, and his name starts with an N too. Yeah, it does. It really does. Look, I, I don't know how more people didn't drop pieces. I don't think Anissa dropped it. I would have fucking I agree, dropped it. I agree. I don't know how more people dropped it. I'm not going to agree that Anissa didn't do it on purpose. I'm not sure yet. I will just say this. If you are watching this show, and we, we, we're up to this point in the season, we all know Nelson has by far been one of the saving graces of this season. <laughs> he has been pure entertainment. Uh... He, is, he was... Last last episode, you get him fucking sprinting, running a four four forty down the down the, the tarmac that the cutthroat final took place on. This episode, you get him fucking giving Anissa this pep talk because he wants to win so bad, and then she throws it and he loses his shit on her. She doesn't throw it. He goes. It was crazy. so funny, and the whole time he's wearing. The, he's wearing the headband. Nelson's oh. hair is so on point this season. He's got this curly, like, wave of hair that is so good. And he's so fucking entertaining. You guys, I want Nelson to come on our show so bad. Yeah, let's this get Nelson on. Dream. That'd be so funny. I really hope that I, I, he doesn't answer me, but I would love to have Nelson <laughs> come on our show. Him wearing his headband, me wearing my I'll put a headband. headband on. I'll put a headband on. No, 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 no. You can't. It's just me and him. Oh, whoa. And then you got to do something else. Whoa. I can't yeah. wear the headband, guys. I don't no, know. because Nelson's my guy. So okay, fine, it fine, has fine, to be fine, me and him. Fine, fine. It's a me and him thing. You're not allowed to wear a headband. I don't even know if I want and to go to this interview, guys. Like, this just sounds so intimidating. Like, I, I want it so bad. It would be so funny. It would be so entertaining. <laughs> Nelson's a funny guy. All right, his confessionals are hilarious. I agree with Michael. And what he did last night was so fucking funny. And unfortunately, everyone on Facebook is dragging Nelson so hard. They hate him. People hate Nelson so yeah, much. Yeah, I don't know why. He's obviously not a malicious guy. He's just an idiot. But the thing Yeah, he's not malicious at all. People are calling him a dirtbag piece of shit. Like, no, everyone should know Anissa posted a photo of them together saying we good. So I think she wants everyone to stop being- That's the, the case with everyone. People don't obviously. understand this. Like 90% of the people on the show, they all get along outside of the show. Yeah, they're coworkers. Don't buy into this bullshit. Just um, take it. Like if someone is actually entertaining, like Nelson, like you know that part of that is genuine. Like that really, like he really uh, is an entertaining guy because he's not like totally self-aware. In a good way. Completely unselfaware. Yeah, like some people, He's they try. Not even a modicum. Some like you're getting these scripted Kayla and Jenna confessionals and Casey confessionals this season. People who have no natural charisma, and then you get Nelson, and it's like a breath of fresh air. It's fucking golden. I my favorite part of Nelson though this whole season, every single time he has one of these moments, is Corey's reaction because Corey's <laughs> reaction is always absolutely incredible. It's kind of like. Like his, you know, his just his dumbass friend who keeps making these weird ass <laughs> and saying the weirdest shit and like just not in understanding what's happening properly. And it's just hilarious to watch. Like I have a few friends like that who are just completely clueless, but they're the funniest people on the face of this planet. And it's just it's the questions they ask, the shit they say, like people like that are fucking jokes to have as a friend in real life. So yeah. I get where Corey's coming from. I think he is 
thoroughly entertained by Nelson this whole season. You could see him. He's always has that grin on his face. Like, Nelson. yeah, Cor- Corey's trying to impart that dad wisdom on Nelson. He's like, listen, man, so you know, I'm, I'm raising Ryder now. Let, let me let me try and talk to you about this. I think Jessica's right. You should get in Nelson's DMs and see if you have the magic touch booking guests. I'm hard. I will try, you guys. I will. Most get in of the there. people that most of the people that I try to book, they don't answer me back. And and the one person that did answer me back said that he was going to do our interview, and then we haven't heard back from him. So yeah, so we're not sure. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, I'm just very persistent but yeah I'll message him I'll definitely message him you you do it in like a more legit way like you'll message them from the email account or from the Saniac I do from uh, the actual Instagram podcast and, yeah yeah that's yeah. the way to go because then they can see yeah, the see account. if we can get Nelson that would be that would be the best me and Zahida have been like exchanging voice notes guys she's so cute <laughs> My yeah and I'm jealous because it's it's like Zahida, Zahida just thinks it's her and Shani and she doesn't understand like I'm the Zahida fan you guys I made a list whoa last- Oh, excuse me. You didn't even see her Jordy Shore season. Like, you don't even see her at X on the Beach seasons. I've been a Zahida fan for a lot longer. Child, please. I made a list <laughs> of interviews that I would like to do. And, and I think I made a top five, right? I, I really hope that I can find this. I put the five people that I want to interview on this show. Of course, I can't find it now. And Zahida was on the list and Chelsko was on the list. And we technically interviewed Chelsko for about five <laughs> minutes. So I'm about to cross another name off of my list. <laughs> and I think Nutza was on there too. It's Shame. actually hilarious. We need to get Chelsko back on. I felt bad. What an awesome list. Anyways, anyways, guys. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Okay, back to this fucking challenge, right? So Nelson's freaking out. He's Wait, yelling. I found it. I'm sorry. Dream oh. guests right here. You have a dream guest list? That's hilarious. Yep. What does it say? There you go. No, read it out loud, Zach. We have audio oh. listeners. Chelsea, okay. Zahida, Nutza, Jillian, Shane. Wow. <laughs> we are like zero for zero on all of those, but soon we will be 1.5. <laughs> what an awesome list, right? It's a pretty awesome list. It, it is a pretty awesome list. Uh, Nitsa would be fun. I want to hear from Nitsa. She's hilarious. Yeah, let's talk to Nitsa. The sound of her People voice would is tune in pure... in droves to hear us talk Beauty. to Nitsa. <laughs> okay, so uh, Nelson is yelling, blah, blah, blah. He's shocked. And Jenny and Rogan can't get that bottom piece either. So they also time out. It seems like that's a real sticky one for so many people so i don't know what exactly it was about the other people that they could get that bottom piece but some couldn't because it wasn't like fessy's short or something and he has bad reach you know or that jenny's not capable like it was weird that some could get it and others didn't it might have been something with the pulley understanding how to give the right slack yeah. something along those lines and, and i definitely think like tall short like super tall super short combos that was a struggle you know mm. yeah and and the slack seemed to be a real issue yeah, like figuring out how to give and get the right amount of slack was a actual problem. So that was tricky. Then we get Melissa and Johnny and Casey and Bear. I loved this heat, okay? I love Bear having to deal with Casey because he has so much more personality than her that it was just hilarious to watch go down. And uh, Johnny and Melissa did really well. Now, if I'm not mistaken, they were the only team that successfully used the strategy of going to get all their pieces at one time because other teams said that it was better to go at the same time but melissa and johnny went separately so they let melissa get the bottom pieces first and then johnny get the other pieces first or second and things like that so that strategy actually worked for them they both end up finishing this both teams end up finishing this but melissa and johnny do a lot better than casey and bear but casey and bear still finished it and for only three teams having finished this entire challenge that was super fucking impressive 
then we have uh, reminder da um, daily reminder that uh, that Melissa is pregnant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Reminder. She's she's winning daily challenges while she's winning uh, winning daily where you're hanging off a truck while you're hanging yeah. off a truck. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is like, crazy. What a fucking badass! That kid is gonna come out as like a a super stunt person. He's just gonna yeah. Be Johnny like even made it. Johnny tweeted about it. It was pretty funny too. Um, what say? So something about like you know we we won because we were, we were the only team uh, that got to compete with three people and. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking hilarious yeah. honestly yeah okay, melissa's so awesome like once again saniac's been riding with melissa since day one so we know. need to get melissa too but she just went on a um, mania so we'll probably wait a while until that like interview dies down yeah yeah then we get bailey and jordan and kayla yeah, and Corey says don't talk about her stretch marks <laughs> hell Corey. yes Corey. Corey you're low-key mvp in, in, in the comments yo Corey tonight. is hilarious right now also Corey, on, i i did see it. your message on instagram about the business cards i won't lie i only read the first three words and i thought it was a, uh like some sort of scam that someone was trying to sell me so <laughs> yeah, he's trying to give me my, my business cards <laughs> so i just i just left it but i was right before the live but i'll answer after don't worry anyways <laughs> then we get bailey and jordan and kayla and wes and Wes is hilarious here. He's talking about how lots of good constructive encouragement is what you need to be a good partner. And I'm just thinking to myself, you couldn't have done that with Casey while she carried you through a fucking final. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Oh, our, our girl CC. Oh, C. Cooper. yeah. Absolute challenge legend, Casey Cooper. Uh, Bailey misses a piece and she has to go down to get one. And then when they're coming back up, she kind of doesn't do much at the puzzle and just assumes Jordan is going to solve it. Uh, or at least that's how it came off. We don't 100% know if that's true, but she got really upset after, accused Jordan of throwing it, and I genuinely don't think Jordan threw it. I mean, I, it looked really close in timing between him, Nani, and Melissa and Bananas. We don't know how accurate that is, but I would assume that Jordan would want to go as hard with Bailey just to ensure that he would be have the top spot. So if he could beat his time with Nani and with Nani yeah. why wouldn't he try to do that you know to secure Bailey um yeah Bailey was wrong here mm -hmm. <laughs> but she did you know <laughs> she really doubled down and tried to put it back on Jordan and props to her for going back at Jordan and not just you know like <laughs> no Bailey's a, no Bailey Bailey's a strong back. woman she, okay sure. but she's annoying me when she argues like this because she always ends up crying after and it's like I want you to just stay tough the whole time you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. Like, don't break down at the end. Just don't, don't do that. Don't give them that satisfaction. Don't let them it, get it was, into you that um, way. It was definitely a great contrast with, with Jordan hyping up how good Nani did and then <laughs> him and Bailey fighting each other at the end. I'm actually interested to see how challenge online community runs with it. Like, are they going to focus on Jordan fighting with Bailey or are they going to focus on Jordan complimenting Nani? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what way they're going to go. Also, the, the, the fan community has been very anti-Bailey and anti-Jordan. So whose side are they going to take on this? You know, mm, this, great is point. Be, this is going to be great interesting. Point. We'll, we'll see where the domino effect takes everybody. Um, and wow, Robert's here. Robert, late to the party, my friend. Hey. Wow. Wow, Robert, you're really late. It's actually Robert, what do you have going on? You've been wow. missing pearls tonight. Excuse me. An hour what and a half the late. Fuck, man? We were on fucking time. We were we on We do this time. for you. We, we do this for you. Where were you? Such an erratic episode. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then we have uh TJ announcing the winner and he says there's three teams that finish. Obviously it's Bananas and Melissa, Nani and Jordan, Bear and Casey. And the winners, do, 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 
Jordan and Nani. Woo! I was actually so happy when they won. I was not expecting this in the slightest. Eight seconds apparently separated all the top three teams. Um, and in the tribunal, they end up picking Jenna, which I did not understand the strategy for why Jordan felt like it would benefit Tori if he picked Jenna in order to control whether or not Jenna goes in, as opposed to being able to control whether or not Tori goes in. So here, I I actually liked Jordan's strategy on it, his point of view, because but why? he's like, if, explain it to because, me. Okay, so the way that Jordan put it, he said, "Look, if we put Tori in the tribunal, I can't control. Like, we we can't figure out how the house is going to go. The house might try and they might try and put someone really strong in the elimination to prevent Tori from going in and and, and you know try and persuade her to not go in." And get mm. the skull like you know they might nominate who, whoever the, they might nominate jenny or something like that like whoever the strongest girl is to okay. dissuade tori from going in however the the part about this that cracks me up is it from nani's side this is just like this is just like you know like high school girls it's just like oh i want to put my friend jenna in she's been having a really hard time i really want to pick her spirits back up jenna you get down here jenny you get in the tribunal with us like that was fucking hard i like that i thought it was cute but i just still don't get though what are they going to do now for the house vote doesn't tori want to go against jenna in the elimination that's what i don't get i'm just confused about the whole thing but i am assuming that there was a a very long discussion about what they would have done if they had been in the tribunal because they had other teams that were going still for ages while they were competing and and jenna and uh, sorry jordan and nani for sure were discussing this you know with tori with jenna all involved in the discussion i'm assuming so i just don't understand how this how the agreement came to that it was going to be jenna in there i feel like the smarter move is to get tori in there i just don't get it what is the house because how they would have to guarantee that tori gets the house vote in order to control against in, in order to control who she's going up against for her well plan maybe there's a maybe there's another part about it and i see some people saying it in the comments maybe Jordan wants to try and convince Jenna to go in. Maybe he feels like he'll have a better chance convincing Jenna to go in through the tribunal. So maybe they'll vote Tori in through the house and try and get Jenna to go in, feeling like Tori could get an easy win over Jenna. I, I don't know. I don't. I, I. I don't know what to expect. I don't know. It was weird. I, I feel like there's a whole other piece to his explanation. That we I agree with Greg. See the way that Tori's been, like Tori. Fuck you, Greg. Lori saying like how bad she wants to get her skull and how she's one of the stronger girls and she wants to get her skull and all that. I would definitely get a kick out of Tori going in and, and, and getting like run over. No, I wouldn't get a kick out of that. You know, I, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see that happen. Okay. I would get a kick out of it, but I don't want to see it happen. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I agree with, I agree with Jessica. Jessica, I've agreed with you too many times tonight. I'm uh, We're going to have to erase this from our memories. Yeah. I, pick I feel like too. Kayla, I feel like Kayla is is the easiest person in that of the girls to beat right now. But the only thing that I that uh, is makes me hesitate with Kayla against Tori is I'm pretty sure Kayla's working with Tori, or at least with Jordan in that way. So I'm not sure. But just overall, like of the girls in the house, who do you think oh, right yeah. now is the weakest girl? But I wouldn't maybe some people the, would say Big T. I wouldn't. Say, I don't say that. I think Big T's a badass. I don't know if I would say Kayla's the weakest though, but I do think she uh, fumbles the most in eliminations or under pressure in this way, which is a very important factor. Yes, Kayla you know has a history of that. Just let's go but back to one of- I would pick Big T. I would probably pick oh, Big yeah. T. I'd pick Big T in a lot of stuff. Let's go back to one of our favorite eliminations No, 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 like I'd time. probably pick- Tuck, t- tuck, t- bang, bang. I'd probably pick oh, Big, Big T, t to go against. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I feel like Big T. I feel like Big T's got got some fight. I feel like she, Big T. Uh, yeah, she, just she does. Has the, no, no. I, I I do think she can con, uh, compose herself better under pressure and fight better under pressure than Kayla can. Yeah, Kayla beat Jenna thirty thirty. I remember that. Yeah, but that was like, come on, man. Jenna like barely had. She like wasn't in that. Her head was so off because she had just gotten voted in against her friend. Mm, just like her head's not in it right now. I don't so, know. We'll see what happens. I also agree with Fabi. I, I don't think Jordan and, and Tori really have numbers. I think they've painted themselves into a corner. Um, so it, it's going to be hard for, especially uh, it's, it's going to be, if they're not in the tribunal, it's going to be hard for them to control any kind of vote. So. Yeah. I don't know that they've really taken the time to develop good allies. I feel like they're more developing their physical skills. That way they can just take any challenge that comes their way, as opposed to, trying to navigate the more political route which would be mm. better and more safer but i don't feel what like that's is kayla's elimination record because yeah jenna beat kayla kayla beat jenna i feel like she's a kayla beat marie in in the elimination that marie threw um kayla i'm gonna, I'm gonna, have, to, I'm gonna have to double check that like she she's uh, and she she kayla's beat that marie, marie twice that marie limb was bullshit the second one she's beat she beat marie the first elimination on invasion i remember yeah, that the bag and one then, where they were carrying them back yeah, and forth yeah yeah the one where and then the one where they're in the box where they, they they had to break out of the wicker basket first marie threw that one that was dirty 30 i think that was or maybe uh, that was vendettas that was, was vendettas yeah that was vendettas yeah marie definitely threw that one she was like pretending like she couldn't get out whatever the yeah, fuck was going on uh she has four wins one loss it's not a bad record i uh, are those are there redemption is there re- any redemption in there you know we don't count redemption in this house no i don't think they put those in the same stats but all okay four wins and one loss no she can't have one loss because she lost to sylvia that's it that's it she just lost to sylvia that's interesting hmm. i thought she had more. Well, yeah, greg says it too four and one i thought she had more losses than that as well but maybe that sylvia limb was so memorable it's stuck in our minds forever <laughs> well i just you know i've seen i feel like i've seen kayla in spots get very nervous and and guys maybe maybe i'm maybe i'm short selling kayla <laughs> guys did you just hear zach's voice get high as he was like maybe i'm wrong <laughs> maybe i am uh, maybe i'm doing to kayla what i hate that people do to nelson even though nelson's ooh. a fucking beast yo okay take this comparison right nelson is the male jenna 100 percent, 100 percent. that's an insult to nelson no it is so on point oh my they, god they feed perfect. jenna lines they're like hey it jenna say perfect. these stupid things nelson's like perfect. the fucking maestro you think they told nelson to say audacity fuck no Nelson felt that in his soul. He should patent that. Nelson should trademark Audacity. No, don't. We. I want to make an Audacity shirt, you fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Nelson, don't trademark that. Please, no. Anyways, that's the whole episode. Right. Then we get the mid-season trailer, which was nuts. Uh, we got a lot of tidbits in there. It looks like it's going to be a good season. I'm actually excited. I'm into this season. I know this episode we didn't talk about much, but it's okay. Honestly, I when you said that it was all challenge, I didn't realize how much it really was all challenge because I vividly remember the drama being so long at the beginning. Yeah. But then I realized that the challenge was also so long. So. Well, I also got to relive it earlier today because I had to fast forward through the episode again so I could get that shot of uh, Corey and Maddie. 
So then yeah. I re- so once I did that, I was like, holy shit, this you daily was 50 minutes. You fast forwarded through the shot in order to get that, I mean, in, in, through the show in order to get that shot? Yeah, I kept it on my DVR so that I could go back today and get that shot. That's how dedicated I am to the show. All right. Guys, I'm getting mumbly. I think it's time to sign out. I love you all. Yeah. Do you like them or not? I I really do like the people that come into our <laughs> chats. I can't say the same for most of the other people on challenge <laughs> Facebook groups. Ooh, shots yeah. fired. What an yeah. unusual thing for Zach to do. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Check out our new website. It's fucking bomb. Saniacpodcast.com. Don't mind me, a little software engineer over here. Do my thing. Also, follow us on Instagram at Shawnee Suisa at Zcal77 at Saniac Podcast. We have Zahida coming on tomorrow. And drum roll, please, for Sunday, we have jenny woo yes a british invasion weekend all weekend long it's going to be phenomenal so tomorrow 4 p.m eastern you guys that's the best time for crossover with the brits Uh, 4 p.m eastern as well on sunday with jenny it's going to be great i'll put up the pre-post for that after the zahida interview come Uh, up with good questions people yeah so I've been trying to find interviews of her on other podcasts and I have not found them anywhere so it seems like Zahida hasn't done many other shows so you know send us everything it's gonna be great come here yeah come Come up with come with like come strong yeah come strong good questions and we will talk to Zahida about it because if you guys like the way that we were bullshitting with D we're gonna do the same thing with Zahida Shani's gonna pepper her with all all Shani's worldly stuff so much makeup talk talk about exotic locales and then I'm gonna chime in there I'm going to be like, Zahida, you know, I'm going to ask her a lot of fashion questions because Zahida's Instagram, like her, her outfits, Are amazing. She's, got, she's got a great sense of style. She does. Great sense of style. And she's a phenomenal makeup artist and she also has a really cool makeup line. So everybody follow that on her Instagram. Um, yep. And on top of that, um, I might wear lashes tomorrow because we were talking about lashes today. So, so it'll be fun. Woo. It's going to be exciting. I will wear lashes as well. Perfect. No, you're not allowed. This is just me and her thing, okay? You're not allowed. You're not allowed to do that. That (laughs) was good. Thank you very much. Well done. Uh, All right. Follow us on all the things and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You've been releasing the audio super fucking fast because that's just the way we like it. Also, check out the Saniac store. We are launching new merch slowly and surely. We'll have pieces coming out. There's already new pieces out there. So check it out. Cineacstore.com and cineacpodcast.com. They're there for you. They're there for you. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Wait. All right. It's not working. See you later. Zach, say bye. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Maddie's 5 <laughs>